Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Uh, yes, it is. Greedy with you here, presented by Progressive Insurance. Not going to do the sort of typical one place to start this morning with the normal excitable vibe because it just doesn't feel appropriate, not after what we saw happen to Tua last night. Everyone here upset all morning long. The, the former players who were with us on Get Up this morning were extraordinarily emotional. We're going to dive into all of this, obviously, big picture. And first and foremost, the news that we have is good considering the circumstances. Tua was discharged from the hospital. He flew back to Miami with his team. Um, I have this note from Jeremy Fowler in just the last few minutes. He says he talked to someone from Tua's camp that he did arrive home okay, that he'll be getting an MRI today, and then likely a second opinion as well. He wore a neck brace last night for precaution. So uh, that is pretty much where the good news ends. Um, The rest of it, of course, is the extremely disturbing imagery that we all witnessed last night on television for this player and the fact that just four days prior we had all been wondering, well, why was he even in that game? And now we see what happens last night. So one place to start with us here is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. My friend Rob Ninkovich is good enough to stick around after we wrap up. Get up this morning. And um, Nink, it was not lost on any of us just how how hard this hit you, how emotional yeah, it, it's, this made you. It's really it's hard for me because I've been, I've been in situations and I played a long time. So I played before we knew all the stuff that with head trauma and the long-term effects of it, and then the changes that they've tried to implement to help the players protect themselves from themselves. And that's why I'm so angry is clearly on Sunday, two against the Bills had an injury that didn't look like a back injury. And, and they say it was a back injury. He got pushed, hit the back of his head, he gets up, Looks like he shakes the cobwebs off, tries to run. He falls down. He's stumbling. He looks disoriented. To any normal person, if you were to show them that, who's never seen a football game, they'd probably say, whoa, he's messed up. There's something wrong. Maybe he got hit in the head. So for that to take place, him to come back in the game, when I saw that actual hit, I didn't watch the rest of the game. I just saw the clip. I was looking at a television. I saw that play. I said, oh, well, he's out. No more, not the, he's not going to play. And then I looked at the box score. I saw that he came back in. I was, how? How is that possible? So for him to come back in and then play on a Thursday night game, which the turnaround is four days, that's troubling to me. That's troubling in a sense of the, the NFL, um, the Dolphins, uh, the doctors, trainers, anyone that is looking at that situation and just saying, oh, no, it was his back. It, it's you, you have to just look at it from afar and say, what, what are you talking about? Like it, that's not a, that doesn't look like a back. It looks like he's a little disoriented. And then in the game, it was even worse because it was a similar hit. Like he gets thrown back on the back of his head and he's seized basically, like mm-hmm. locked in a locked position. 
And it bothers me because we know that down the line, there's issues with a lot of guys that have played football for a long time. There's guys that have that they're not with us anymore that are Hall of Fame football players. You know, Junior Sale was my teammate, sat next to me, locked her, locker right next to me. So for him to go through the things that he went through and then to know after the fact that he was dealing with head trauma, it's upsetting because we know in 2022 that the players have to be protected and then you see all the all the things in the commercials of the NFL protect the game, uh, the future of the game. We're doing everything we can with technology and helmets. Well, the, that protocol in particular, that it, it didn't pass. It failed. I think that's exactly right. I, I think multiple things can be true at the same time. One of them is that they have made changes yes. that have made the game they safer. They have made the game safer. Another thing that is true is that it is impossible to make football be a game that is not dangerous. Yes, it's a contact sport, and everyone understands that. I know, I knew playing football, you're gonna, it's physical. The problem is when you see a hit that clearly causes an issue, and then it's basically ignored for the simple fact of it's a division game. There's a lot riding on this. We got to win. Oh, his back's hurt. Put him out there. Because initially they said head and then they turned it into a back, mm-hmm. which I have a problem with that. It was clearly was a head injury. And then he plays on a Thursday. That is not making progress in my view. No. The, the, the other things that can be true at the same time is that there remains – More pressure, I think, in most cases on players to continue playing, and that pressure can come from any number of places. It can come from something they feel internally themselves because they're not people who are guaranteed to have long careers. They weren't drafted high. They didn't get a $100 million contract, all the different things. So there's that inherent pressure. There's pressure that could come from coaches. There's pressure that can come that you can feel from your teammates, whether they mean to or not. There are all these inherent pressures, and that those pressures are more powerful in many cases, I guess I can't say all, but in many cases, then a player's willingness to say, you know what, I don't think I'm okay here. And, and, yeah, and, and that's and obviously a very hard thing to do. And it, a concussion is very tough because the, the player doesn't realize maybe that he even had one. You, you see in boxers or in MMA, a guy will get hit and he's out and they don't realize it. They stand up, they look at the ref, they're like, why'd you stop it? I was still going. And people have to tell them, no, 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 no. Like, you, you are not there you were out so you have to protect the player from the player mentally that happens you you you're like whoa what happened you don't know so that's why you have to rely on those people that should make the right call and again there's instances if you're in line you look at the money that's being spent right now at the quarterback position if you are a drafted quarterback and you have the potential to make 200 $50 $50 million, and you're right there. You're close to signing a deal like that, and you take a hit that could jeopardize how many games you play, or you're not going to want to say, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm out, because the team is going to look at that and say, well, he's got one. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's got two, and we've seen quarterbacks in the past. You've, you've, Troy Aikman has spoke about playing a Super Bowl, not remembering the game. He doesn't remember it. The game they played in Atlanta, the second Super Bowl in which they beat Buffalo in consecutive years. And that is terrifying. He doesn't remember the game. It's a terrifying thing. And and that was because, Nink, he suffered a concussion in the NFC Championship game. There were two weeks between those two games, and he doesn't remember playing in the Super Bowl. 
Tua insane. played four days later is the point I'm making. It's, it's mine. So this is what bothers one. And so, and so and spe- now, now, now consider another inherent pressure that Tua might be feeling. He knows he has a reputation for not being able to stay healthy. Yes. He knows one of the question marks about him has always been his health. So this is where this is where it becomes very, very complicated. The protocols are what they are. A player has to pass through certain protocols. They're being administered by independent people. Um, we have gone through, by, by now most passionate football fans have some sense of what those are. Answer a bunch of questions about yourself, about where you are, about what's going on. But then a judgment has to be made. And someone has to decide yay or nay. Even if you pass the protocols, Someone else still has to say, I think this guy is good enough to go play right now. And it feels like that's where I don't doubt for one second that he passed the protocol. I don't think I, I think we were at a place now in the NFL where it seems impossible for me to imagine that they faked that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure he passed the protocol on Sunday. But what we have heard from so many former players now, including you, is that players know how to pass the protocol exams. The question then still comes down to a person has to make a judgment. A medical person has to make a judgment. And it feels like if this thing broke down, that's where it broke down. In those, in those questions, they ask you two sets. Two sets. There's two sets of words. Mm-hmm. They, they give you those words. I think one's uh, dinosaur, uh, blanket, garbage. Um, I, I remember them from... When I played that long ago, yeah, the, the, there's two sets. They might change it up, and they might give you the second set or the first set. Then you go through a series of numbers, and then they come back to those. So if you have done that over and over and over again, you, you kind of memorize it. And it's just like, yeah, I've done that every single year hmm. for 20 years. So th- there's, a, there's a baseline that they do on the computer, the baseline testing, and then, they, and then if you have a concussion, you take the test. Well, that's basically the same test that you've taken since you were in high school. So I don't know. Maybe they need to look at those and change some of those things. Maybe they have since I was playing. But there definitely needs to be another stage where somebody outside of the team as well, because I think that the head trainer has some say on yay or nay on this player's Mm -hmm. good. He's not. Because the team obviously is going to have some incentive Hey, no, the it, people it, making that determination are the team doctor team, yes. and the team trainer. So, so, they are. so it's the playoff game. It's AFC championship game. It's the Super Bowl and your quarterback hits his head. What, what now? No, he's okay. He's all right. So th- there needs to be an adjustment here to, to who is saying, yay, yes, he's good to go. Because the player is always going to say, I'm good. I'm ready to go. And it's there, a concussion is completely different than you know, an ACL, an ankle. Anything that you know, wow, I can't go. That one, it's tough. So the, the, the last thing I wanted to share with everybody before I, I let you go is the first thing you said to me this morning. Literally, I walked in the door. It's 6.01 a.m. and I sat down. And the first thing you said to me this morning was about the way Tua will look back on this someday. And, and it's, it's tough because I think everyone listening, you might, even if you didn't, you didn't play any sports at all, everyone can probably look back to their teens or early 20s and say, man, I was an idiot. What was I thinking? And 54-year-old Tua might look back and say, why did, I, why did 24-year-old Tua just go play that 
quickly after knowing that I rung my bell pretty hard and I was messed up. And when you're young, you're invincible. You can run through a brick wall. Nothing's going to happen to you. But now we know that what you do at an early age is going to continue to progress until you're an older person. So it's, it's terrifying. It's scary. There's unknowns. Nobody knows. We still don't know. Um, but we do know that the more trauma that you sustain, the higher probability that you're going to have some type of issue. And look, there's a ton of other sports out there. There's rugby players, soccer, hockey, Every, there's issues that people are having and there needs to be, I guess, something, a learning process here on if you see it and it doesn't feel right, don't just ignore it. And I think that Sunday people saw it, but it was ignored. Yeah. I look, the culture uh, has evolved. It hasn't changed. It's evolved. It will continue to evolve. I think it will get better than it is now, but to some degree, I'm not sure that, will ever come out of sports as we know them, one, one way or another. Uh, Nick, I didn't even know today, until you told me today, that you retired at the age of 32 yeah. because you were concerned about exactly this issue. I've never said, I never said that, but that was the reason why I wanted to retire. I, I felt that after playing the, the amount of time, and I'll, ex, I'll explain the exact situation that I was in that made me decide to retire. Number mm-hmm. one was my firstborn child. So... We had our first child in, in 2012. Um, so when you have a child, you automatically start thinking beyond one year. Of course. You know? Yeah. So at that point, I started thinking like, man, I, I need to really stick around here. There's people that really count on me. And it was after the Atlanta game. I was driving with my mom. The Super Bowl. The Super, Super Bowl. You beat the back. Falcons, beat in, the the Falcons yeah. in the Super Bowl. Um, at that point, I was kind of checked out. I knew like this was it. I was... I won a Super Bowl. I was on top. Um, I got a little bell ring in that game against, I think Logan Ryan friendly fired me, hit me in the side of the head. I was like, dang, that sucks. So I knew, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm ready to, to move on. And my mom, we were driving back um, from the Super Bowl, and she said, what else do you have to do? Like, what else is there that you, that you haven't already done? You know, you won Super Bowls. You've played a long time. You started. And I just thought about that question a long time. And – then you start to realize one, two, three more years after that, you know, you play into your 30, 33, 34, 35. Um, you might make a little bit of, you know, you make money. It's good money. You know? And listen, you, when you, you, you risk, your risk and reward has to be there. If you ask a race car driver, you're going to go 250 miles an hour, I'll give you 50 bucks. But you might die. They're like, eh, we'll pay you $15 million. All right, I'll try it. Yeah. It strapped me in. Yeah. So there's always going to be risk and reward. And I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not complaining about that, the, the reward to playing football. It was amazing. I love football. But at some point, you look at what I've done, what you've done, the accomplishments that you've achieved, and then where you're going to be in 20 to 30 years. You know, I wanted to walk my daughter down the aisle. I wanted to be present for my sons. I want to be there when they're, and, and listen, tomorrow's not guaranteed. Right. You know, I might walk down the street and something happened to me, but at least knowing that I was putting myself in harm's way for the next, I don't know, two or three years. Cause I still could have played. I was 30. I just, I was 32 years old and I felt great, but I wanted to feel great. And so I decided to walk away. And the majority of that was knowing that if I take more head hits contact, maybe I won't be present. And I don't want that. 
Uh, you were great today. Thank you very much for sharing everything that you did. Rob Ninkovich, I appreciate it. It is a complicated day for me to work in all of the obligations I have here to our partners, but it's important that I do. So I mentioned that Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. For a job you will love, visit Progressive.com slash careers. Also, that AutoZone asks us to pick someone who was in the zone last night. Of course, the game was concluded, and Tyreek Hill did have 10 catches for 160 yards. He certainly was in the zone last night, in the zone, brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone with AutoZone. We continue in a moment. Obviously, I have all kinds of thoughts. Plus, we have Joe Fortenbaugh today, plus who you got, all that and more, as we continue on this Friday on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. The assembled members of the Hashtag crew are here, Nuno, Bubba, and Hembo. We'll hear from all of them. But I did want to play this one soundbite that sounded interesting to me. And I have not yet heard it either. But D. Smith, who is someone I have known now for 15 years, Demoris Smith, the executive director of the NFL Players Association, he was on with Keyshawn J. Will and Max this morning here on ESPN Radio and offered some perspective from the union. And there's one soundbite amongst them that just sounds worth hearing to me because it, if you consider the way they handle a player who appears to have concussion symptoms during a game, There's really two pieces to that. One of them is someone has to be flagged and say, hey, get that guy off the field. That's the first piece. And then the second piece is the determination whether or not he can go back in the game. And I think what D. Smith is going to say here is that we've gotten good at the first part. It's the second part that is the concern. I think that we have made 
tremendous strides over the last few years. Things that, I mean, look, all of us have seen players helping players off the field. We've seen players taking another player's helmet. By the way, we've seen the majority of team doctors and unaffiliated doctors do a great job taking a person off the field and and applying the protocols. So this isn't a question of whether the protocols work or not. Every box can be checked. Every protocol can be enacted. What concerns me and what we will be looking at is whether the doctors in this case treated this young man like a patient. And concerns me is any indication that they did not. So that, I think that's very well said and it's an important point. And as I turn to the members of the team here for some quick perspective, of all the things that we learned in the two hours we spent talking about this on Get Up this morning, Maybe the most interesting was what Shefty said. So Adam Schefter came on and said, the NFLPA said they wanted an investigation, that a joint investigation would be performed into what happened on Sunday and whether everything was done right. And the interviews for that investigation were scheduled to begin today because they had a short week. So there was no time for that because the people who would otherwise be involved in that were super busy because we had a game to get ready for on Thursday. And that is a perfect microcosm of the problem if indeed we have one. And that is until this stuff is prioritized to where we will conduct an investigation into whether this was handled correctly, even if it interferes with our preparation on a short week. If we won't do that, then I think we understand where the priorities are. And that feels like the beginning of the breakdown. So as we get to half past the hour here, let me bring Hembo in. Hembo, you obviously were a big part of putting together Get Up This Morning as you work with all of the different voices that we have, and you were here for two hours of this conversation. What thoughts do you have? Well, I think this is something that you would have to describe as everyone's worst nightmare, whether you run the NFL or whether you're just a casual fan of the sport that enjoys watching. This would have been horrifying if it happened to literally any player at any time. But to see a player in practically a fetal position on a football field for 10 minutes and be carted off is a horrifying thing. It just so happens that it's a famous quarterback that we all know and love on a standalone game that 15 million people are watching. On a Thursday night, meaning, of course, this was played on a short week, which opens up the whole can of worms as to whether or not that should be a thing anyway. And most importantly, that the player it happened to had a clear-as-day concussion from everyone that we talked to that played football four days before that was cleared in ways that we're not necessarily comfortable with. When you add up the series of events, I I hate to say it, but this is the defining moment of the NFL season so far, and that pains me to say. I I think that's right. I think that um, the... I mean, I woke up this morning to just a slew of messages from people I don't normally hear from. And none of them were about the outcome of the game. Do you even know who won the game? I'm asking that question aloud. A lot of people don't even know who won. Cincinnati won the game. And the game was played. It continued. Um, but I don't know that it is very rare that a football game happens and the reaction is, I don't even care who won. We didn't even actually show the highlight on the TV show, right? No, I had it ready. Right. We, we meant to get to it, but we never did because, <clears throat> pardon me, of the emotion of the, you know, the entire group we had with us today, Ninko and Canty, and, and we had Sam Acho, and we had Brooke Pryor, who I thought did a really good job. She told a great story, and I'll tell that quickly, and then I'll get the other guys in here. Um, 
And it's a story you may have heard about someone that you definitely know if you're a, a viewer of our TV show or listener to the radio show or an ESPN fan at all. Ryan Clark, our buddy RC, you may know that he has a sickle cell trait that was activated unexpectedly. Or when I say unexpectedly, this was not something anyone knew was going to happen. But while playing for the Steelers and playing in Denver in that altitude, somehow the altitude, the combination of the altitude and the 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 exertion of the game caused something in his sickle cell trait to um, to go wrong. I, I I don't know what the medical term for it is, and he wound up having to have his spleen removed and uh, any number. He he had major major medical repercussions. Fast forward five years. He's still on the Steelers. They're going back to Denver for the first time. And he, and this gives you an indication of what a football player's mentality is, is determined to play. He actually gets a bunch of doctors together and they put together a 30-minute presentation of a way they believe they can keep him safe in playing this game. This is a regular season game in Denver. Mike Tomlin sat through a few moments of that and then said, stop, we're done here. If you were my son, we wouldn't have even begun the conversation. You are not playing. And look, Ryan Clark was a good player and a starter on that team. He wasn't the quarterback. He, it wasn't as though they couldn't win without him. But that's a coach who prioritized the right thing over the what we sometimes feel like is a life and death thing. Like we sometimes talk about football games like they're life and death. And obviously, life and death is life and death. And every now and again, unfortunately, it intrudes in this uh, escape that we all enjoy so much, myself very much included. Nuno, what's your take on everything we've seen? I would say last night was the first time I felt uncomfortable watching a, an injury. Like, because we've seen all gruesome injuries, right? And it's and the replay and just keep showing it over and over to the point where like I turned off the game like I didn't know who won the game um because I was I just couldn't anymore um and you just see and hear the emotions of of these former players and and we have to and it feels like and and the outcry for me is the NFL the team doctors the players all have to be better like it has to there ha- there has to be something where we can like not put a player out there who quote unquote passed a test you know 4 days earlier and and put him out there in harm's way and i think i just go back to what i first like i was the first time i was uncomfortable watching a football game yeah it was um it, it was that kind of thing. Bubba, I'll give you the final word on this. And, and then, as I said, if there is any further information of any kind on Tua's condition or on anything else, I promise you we'll hear it here immediately. But beyond that, we will try and get into a few other things for you this morning. Go ahead, Bubs. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the, the Tomlin thing. I think I'm just, just wondering how much blame is going to end up coming down on the Dolphins in the end. Is, mm-hmm. is it going to be the coach? Is this going to stick to McDaniel or is this going to kind of just brush aside and we're just going to forget about it is something going to is there going to be a fine is like what is actually going to come of it in the end um and then honestly it's like to nuno's point watching the game the thing that just sticks out to me is you know whether i'm not, not even criticizing fair or unfair amazon just sticking with and showing the replay to me i feel like that's something that you don't normally see and you know and, and maybe that was the in some ways i think it was the right call because i feel like 
the standalone game, you know, new TV partner. I'm sure maybe the NFL didn't love it, but it opened so many eyes because so many people were watching. The ratings have been up on Thursday Night Football, mm-hmm. so so many new people saw that, and it's kind of opening people's eyes to wow, this is this is actually happening right now. And I think a lot of people saw that with the you know the fencing thing that he was doing. That I think that's a, that was a kind of the, unfortunately for the the NFL right now. That is the image right now of Thursday Night Football mm-hmm. of that game. I, I, that, that's certainly true. I mean, Hembo said a minute ago it's the defining moment of the NFL season to this point. It certainly is. Now, I've been doing this a long time, and I don't mean to sound callous, but what I will say is we've had a lot of other moments that felt similar to this when they happened, and generally we've moved on. So the question is, will we just move on? We'll get up, dedicate two hours in the morning to this, and I'm assuming First Take is going to be all over this today. You know, will the morning shows talk about this at great length and we'll work our way through the day and then the news on Tua will be what it will be. And again, God forbid, he's he's generally all right, at least in the moment. And then we will get to Saturday and the college games will be played and we'll get to Sunday and we'll be watching Red Zone and cheering for our teams and we will just move on. I, I think that's the likeliest scenario here. What does that say about us? I don't know. I'm not making a value judgment on it one way or the other. But I think that sometimes what I'm trying to say is that in moments like this, we have this idea of, boy, nothing will ever be the same after this. Mm. It probably will. It will probably be pretty much exactly the same after this. But that does not necessarily mean that nothing good can still come of it. Because, like Bubba said, so many people got to see this jarring image up close and personal last night. Maybe the NFL and the Players Association go back to the drawing board and strengthen their protocols. Because if this couldn't do that, I'm not sure what could. Uh, th- that's reasonable. All right, we, we will get to some other things here. Again, there's a bunch of baseball I want to get in, or just a little bit of baseball at least. I have Nuno's notes on the games. We've got Fortinball with some of his advice and a few messages that I will share with you here. I, I want to let you know that starting Monday, you can watch this show live in the ESPN app. E- open the app, hit watch on the bottom tab. Greeny, the podcast. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets, but expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, this is Greeny, and we roll along. We will get back to football at the top of the hour. I want to make sure everyone is aware that you can help people affected by Hurricane Ian by donating at RedCross.org slash ESPN to help the Red Cross prepare for, respond to, and help people recover from this disaster. Again, we have spent uh, the first 40 minutes of the show today talking about what happened with Tua last night, and um, I will continue to say if there is any further information whatsoever on his condition or any investigation or anything else, you will hear it immediately. I will drop anything else we are doing to bring it to you, so you can be assured you're not missing anything on that. I will also mention that there's a great National League East battle uh, that takes place this weekend between the Braves and Mets. We will have tomorrow night's game here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. And Hembo, there was one reason and one reason only why this weekend's series between these two teams means everything. And that's because Major League Baseball, in case you're not aware or you forgot, has changed their playoff format this year. So last year there were five teams that made it, three division winners and the two others played in the wild card game. But this year there are six teams that make it from each league Top two teams get a bye. The bottom four teams have to play each other in order to, to, to advance the way that the NFL did it for the longest time. And why this is so critically important, especially for the New York Mets, who play three games in Atlanta this weekend and enter with a one-game lead over the Braves, is because their ticket to ride to win the World Series this season is on the arms of Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer. But if somehow, some way, they wind up blowing this division lead, of which they had more than a double-digit lead, couple months ago, I think it almost makes their chances of winning the championship zero. And I'll tell you why. Because should the Mets blow this thing and the Braves would get the number two seed, the Mets would then be the four seed, would play the five seed in the best of three, and would need to throw DeGrom and Scherzer merely to advance. And if they were to advance, they in the division series would be playing the Los Angeles Dodgers that are 60 games above 500. So look, make no mistake about it. What is going to happen and go down at Atlanta this weekend is a legit playoff series that might wind up determining who wins the National League in the long run. Now let's be clear on the timing of all of this. The season ends next Wednesday. This best of three follows immediately beginning on Friday, correct? That's That's right. That's when that begins. Mm -hmm. And then the following series, which become the DSs, follow immediately after that. That's right. So there will be, because it, to be clear, it would be a disadvantage to make a team like the Dodgers and all the others who will get the buys to make them wait much longer than that. Baseball, the only thing they want less than having to burn their starters is to sit there for a week and do nothing. Mm-hmm. So they're going to start these games immediately. So they are critical. Bubba, you are as big a, a passionate a Met fan as I know 
How do you feel going into this weekend in Atlanta? I mean, I'm I'm as confident as you can possibly. We have Degrom, Scherzer, Bassett going, so that's all I can ask for. So I mean, we got we got the guys we want out there. We're going to Atlanta. Let's get it done. Let's do it. I'm confident. It's nice to have these incredibly important games here at the end of September for Major League Baseball. I mean, it, it's it's worked out well. It gets buried underneath so much of the other football, and 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 we will continue. Look, we're partially guilty of that. But we certainly never forget about the baseball stories here, and we won't. By the way, there are so many podcasts out right now. It takes a team of people to bring them together. And whether you're hiring for a podcast or for your growing business, one place makes that easy, and that's ZipRecruiter. Now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. While I have a moment on the baseball, Hembo, the Shohei Otani of it all, another huge night for him which will resurrect, I guess, at least for the moment, the MVP conversation that it sort of feels like Aaron Judge had put an end to by hitting 61 home runs. Yeah, Shohei was miraculous last night. Eight scoreless innings, had a no-hit bid of seven and two-thirds, while also going two for four as the three-hole hitter in their lineup. This guy is having an unbelievable season just because we saw, I guess in some sense, the same thing last year. Shouldn't normalize it. Right now, he ranks fourth in the American League in home runs as a hitter. He ranks third in the American leagues in strikeouts as a pitcher, uh, though he has sort of normalized the impossible by being mind-numbingly good. I do think, despite the fact that his team is 16 games under 500, you can still make a good faith argument that Otani is the MVP of the of the American League over Aaron Judge. It's now Bob Costas would argue with you. He was on here Friday and he was making the case that I've made that at some point, if we're splitting ties, if if we're if we're breaking a tie then the team in the pennant race, you have to err on that side, the player in the pennant race. And the Yankees not only have been in a pennant race of their own making, but because everyone but Aaron Judge just stopped hitting on the Yankees for a month, he single-handedly kept them afloat. That's the best argument that he has. There's also obviously a uniqueness to what he's doing. I understand that what Otani is doing is bordering on unprecedented, or certainly any precedent of it is well over 100 years old. But if you hit 60-something home runs and win the triple crown, you've also done something unprecedented. I mean, obviously no one has ever done that in Mm -hmm. baseball history. So what do you think, Nuno? Do you give, as a Yankee fan, is there any argument to be made for Otani as the MVP? Is his team any good? His team stinks on ice. No. It's as simple as that for you. I think it is. I think, especially in a game like baseball, and Otani, you know, like, he's a magnificent player, but that team is, is putrid, and I can't give the guy, this guy an MVP based upon the fact that his team stinks over and over and over again. When was the last time he played a big game? April? Well, his manager was fired the first week of June. <laughs> <laughs> that should be some indication of just how badly and sideways things have gone for the Angels. But let me, Hembo, I mean, what is your answer to this? You, you started the conversation by saying you could make an argument that dot, dot, dot. But if you were a voter, who would you vote for? If I had a vote today, I would vote for Aaron Judge. And the reason for it has nothing to do with how good his team is or how good Otani's team isn't and have everything to do with the fact that if you strip out all the other stuff that those guys themselves cannot control, Aaron Judge has still produced more value with his bat than Otani has produced with his bat and his arm. 
That is why I believe Aaron Judge is the MVP. It has nothing to do with the triple crown or 60 home runs or anything of, of, of the kind. Those things are narrative-driven. I like to look purely at the amount of value you added to your team's ledger. And, and, and Otani has added less than Judge, despite the fact that he does two things. Okay. I don't agree with you at all, but you gave the right answer. So you, you, got the right pla- you got to the right place the wrong way. <laughs> you, know, you need to get your GPS adjusted. Because you got where you were, you needed to go, which is Judge deserves the award. Uh-huh. But one of the reasons that he, we'd be having a different conversation if the Angels were where the Mets and Braves are right now. We'll continue in just a moment. Thanks for listening to Greeny the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio, and see it with the video on ESPN Plus. Also, catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN, and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.